Welcome to Thunder Thighs and Lightning, a true life comedy podcast about women in the modern day struggle. I'm Kristen and I'm Kat. And this podcast has been deemed explicit due to reasons we cannot explain. Lucky you, pants are not required. Okay. Yeah. So, Kat. Hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, we're recording a kind of holiday episode. It's a holiday special. Everyone. A little bit after some of the gift giving holidays, but it's still the holiday. I feel like this whole, if there's snow on the ground, it's holiday season. Yeah, it doesn't matter when. Some of you who are listening might not have snow on the ground, and fuck you. Yeah, Australia. <laughs> Shout out to Australia. Um, so we're actually going to just, I think, talk through a little bit. I have a really uh, close friend who is a former colleague um, in my past profession as a mental health professional. And she was recently interviewed um, by a local organization just on how to survive the stress of the holidays. Oh, nice. So again, maybe a little bit less timely, but I think something that we can all kind of talk about and relate to. So I thought we would just talk through some of those questions. And Holiday stress generally doesn't like end though until the holidays are like way over. And holiday stress is kind of pandemic stress. It's 100% pandemic stress. Yeah. Just extend this to pandemic and don't call it a holiday or celebrate it. (laughs) (laughs) So I think there are like 10 questions that they asked her and um, I'm not going to read it word for word, but yeah, here we go. Um, They asked her, what are your top five pieces of of advice for surviving and thriving during the holidays? Booze. (laughs) <laughs> and you know, amazingly she didn't put booze in here oh. plan ahead is a huge one um it's really funny i talked to her actually and she was commenting on this article and saying that they asked her if they wanted to do it if she wanted to have the interview and then plan ahead was her main was her first piece of advice but they didn't interview her till like two days before christmas oh. <laughs> so all of her advice was schedule out your month you know, figure out when you're going to wrap your gifts, figure out when you're going to do this. Don't get stressed out, that kind of stuff. And then it was stressing her out a lot. But I think planning ahead, um, being realistic, setting limits and boundaries. That's huge. That is a big one. Um, I mean, I think setting limits and boundaries is uh, good for family, for other relationships, for your finances, things that you just need to know ahead of time. I know that uh, this year, Dave and I definitely set some limits in that we just decided based on everything like how the last year has been going that we were just not going to do any gifts beyond stockings and that was fine i think i love your uh stocking stuffers though the gifts that you guys gave each other was pretty comical well yeah they was everything that you can purchase in a like a gas station <laughs> <laughs> exactly. thanks dave merry christmas um also scratchets are always a win uh, you I, know, I my, want eight dollars off of scratches. My grandma wins. Some, oh I yeah, that's right. Talk about it. I don't want to throw her under the bus, but I'm pretty sure not throw her under the bus. But she's gonna have people she, on a two dollar scratch it. She, good for her. She hit some max. That's super rad. I'm like, hey, uh, don't forget who bought you that. I <laughs> when you're famous in yeah. Hollywood, um, I bought. Powerball tickets with my eight bucks that I want off my scratch it. So I'm hoping it's like a gateway. Oh, yeah. Scratch it's are a gateway to being a millionaire. That's the idea. And fucking see. Um, that's not being realistic. That's no. not part of the. Is that part of planning ahead? Setting a budget is another one that she said. 
Yeah, so, I, I try um, to do that every I'm year. I'm real good at budgets. Really good. I'm just known as a minute, money management queen. Absolutely. <laughs> Both then, of us. <laughs> yes, 100%. And it's like, well, and I think my setting a budget is just not buying anything until last minute and then being like, fuck, what can I afford? And then I'm like, I do need this cheese. Right. I do need these crackers. And then who needs a gift card? Because gift cards. Gift cards. Well, okay, gift cards are great, but cards are expensive. Expensive. And I are. learned that this year because gift cards was kind of like our go-to because we kind of dropped the ball a little bit again this yes. year. We don't buy a lot of gifts for like anybody at all except family. But it was just really funny about how I'm looking at card prices. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like $7 for some sparkles that someone's just going to throw away. I was like, uh-uh, no. Dollar store. Oh, two, two for Cards are two for a dollar at the Dollar Tree. Oh, thank you. The high-end ones are a dollar. That's going in my budget. <laughs> Absolutely. But, so yeah, so there's no cards. No cards were given. <laughs> you just wrap a Christmas. gift card. You don't even have to. No. Uh, yeah, I get some candy. The thing too. about gift cards is like I love I love getting a gift card. I love getting a gift card. Because I love it when you give gift cards. Because <laughs> it's just like fun money that I wouldn't have otherwise mm-hmm. like bought myself or whatever. But I they also add up on in years historically where we've like because Dave has a big family. It's so where we've yes. waited to the last minute because you're not going to buy someone like a $10 gift card. You're going to do a little bit more than that if, they, if they're going to a restaurant or they're shopping somewhere, unless you're getting yeah. like a coffee card. That's why Amazon gift cards are the best. I know. You can go for anything. And that's true. Like, but I'm also, still, I'm also still going to do 25 or 50 bucks on that. Yeah, Times that true. by 22 people in a family. Well, and also something that I've learned this holiday season of trying to find a gift card for it was like for my parents is what my goal was is like I'm gonna find them a gift card that they can use for anything because of like the situation that they're in right now like health wise it's just any yeah I don't know I can't really give them a restaurant card because it's a pandemic don't go anywhere like please don't go anywhere so I'm like sure Amazon and then you look and it's like it Amazon is like I also just watched that Beanie Baby documentary. Oh, so man. I'm like, wow, I can't you guys wait to are watch it. good business people because it's like the at least you can buy on an Amazon gift card, I think it's 25, but then it goes in those increments $25, yeah. $55, $75, $100. And I was like, oh, way to go, guys. I know. Like, yeah, you can't, you can't set your price with those Amazon cards. Those cards are also good because someone can someone can splurge and buy themselves something nice or they could get toilet paper and yes and anything like you should see my amazon cart right now it's literally the reason why i said toilet paper is because it's literally like (laughs) bulk shit or shit tickets yeah and then this like 1920s like stomach gown that i'll never wear that's like 60 bucks probably coming from some place that yeah you gotta size up on that yeah probably um, I, we got our staff recently, well, for Thanksgiving, to thank them. Uh, Safeway gift cards. It's a grocery store, but you can also use it for gas. See, that's bomb. So I was like, that's a good go one. get yourself some wine or mm-hmm. bubbly if you want, or just offset your groceries because everything's shit and nothing matters anymore, or get gas. Yeah, or get gas. No, <laughs> I like that. And use your fuel points. Absolutely. The next one I really like, practice gratitude. I think last year oh, we... That's a good one talked about this one probably in one of our first holiday episodes that we ever uh-huh. launched when we talked about how much you love Christmas and how it's not my fave. Yep. Um, and one of the things for me is that all of the kindness and empathy and gratitude gets like crunched into this tunnel of 14 days around Christmas versus yes. people being like thankful and helping others and 
all of that all year. And so I really like that as a, as a suggestion for surviving and thriving during the holidays, Absolutely. just being really grateful for things big or small. Um, let's see what else she has on here. Um, seeking mental health support. She's a mental health professional. So yes. And that's great <laughs> advice, especially that's booze for some people, what we yeah. led the conversation with, but that's not a good mental health provider. No, I feel like just like, um, it's I just think, that my mental health support can't be at my house every day and wine can. Yeah, this is true. And also um, another great thing for mental health support is listening to copious amounts of Christmas music that makes you cry. <laughs> oh. takes you back. Because I think there's something. No, I'm Christmas kidding. music I'm makes kidding. you and I cry for different reasons. I know. But yes, well, definitely. But um, I just like, I feel like sometimes during Christmas, like on our drive to uh our families for christmas this year jay's like playing like christmas music and i'm like this is amazing and then he looks over at me and i'm just like bawling and he's like why are you crying i'm like it's so nostalgic and i'm just like having this and i don't know where these emotions are coming from but for some reason christmas music makes me immediately cry most of the time because i expect that i'm in a hallmark movie and then then if jay's wearing a flannel it's all over because i'm like oh we're gonna have to put a scarf on you and a cardigan you're gonna have to go back to a small town we're gonna have to go back to any small town find a diner (laughs) Uh, you're going to have to swoop in right when it starts snowing. And then I'm like recreating like these scenes that are non-existent. So you're just weeping? Weeping uncontrollably. Yeah. Christmas music is triggering. It has a different, it triggers something for me. Not that. Not Hallmark movies? (laughs) No, it's a lot of anger. Um, And our friends, mental health equals booze. (laughs) Okay. I'm just kidding. When the next question they asked her was, what are some of the main stress points people have around the holidays? And I am going to read a little bit of her answer here. She said, people say the holidays stress me out. And then when you dig a little deeper into that, they often have a sense of being completely overwhelmed. So there people are suffering uh, stresses like lack of money, family relation issues, all of those things. And then all around you, happiness is being depicted. Yeah. And merriness and everyone's merry and bright. And it's like, happy holidays, Merry Christmas. And so a lot of those stresses are like, they get attributed to the holidays when they're not necessarily, that's not like the core of what it's about. I mean, I definitely experienced that this year. I've experienced it other years too, but that was like a big thing for us, even though we tried to do a bunch of the traditions that we have, there were like a lot of stresses for me. And that wasn't related to the holiday itself. Mm -hmm. It was related to other stressors. Well, and I think some of the stressors that also show up are as children, when we're a little bit more like innocent, naive, fragile, uh, there's a different, like Christmas has a magic to it, I guess. And then as you grow up, you realize that there's still that like magic, but you have to work really, really hard to like keep it magical and like that can be just stressful in itself. You don't see, and I saw this great meme thing that somebody had made into a um, like coffee mug or some shit. And it says, it's right here. Not a creature was stirring dot, 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 except for mom who was busting her ass to make it all happen. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like as kids, you're like, oh, this is just magical. Look, Santa came all this shit. You're not thinking, oh, God damn it. Mom had to stay up late to like, or dad or whoever. To try to, uh, yeah. I mean, this is a production. This is a fucking show. And it's all from different 
levels and angles and everything. But as we grow up, it it changes because then we go from being the uh, audience to then the producers. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. I, I was just telling Dave recently, like, I mean, we're not having kids and we have no interest in it. So I can't speak to this fully. But I was like, if we ever wanted kids at some point, we're past that window now. But um, I would like make it a point to not let my kid believe in Santa. Yeah. You don't want to horrify them with that. I mean, it's a horrifying story. Well, and that's. But also it's like it just sets an expectation uh-huh. that is impossible to meet. And there's money attached to everything. I like I watch yes. all these videos leading yes. up to the holidays that are like how to create the best Christmas, but on a budget. And it's still just spending, spending, no. spending, spending, spending. And, and yeah, I mean, it's just such an interesting. We need to. I, I wish we could, as a culture, change that and go back to more. I don't like to say simpler times, but simpler times of like where some of my fondest Christmas memories were, it's not like gifts and stuff. It's experiences that my family had together. Yes. And like one of them was like, we got snowed in and then I don't even, I know Santa always came and like, we always had gifts for each other, but it wasn't, it was never over the top. It was never about material things. It was about like projects like your mom stuff. didn't buy your dad a truck with a giant bow on it no that's never. so crazy but what, like one year one of my fonder memories is like sewing using i think we use fishing line which is not biodegradable but <laughs> oh, hold on this sounds in my memory like you were in the great depression yeah no really we would open you... cans of fruit cocktail and dump the fruit uh-huh. and drink the juice exactly <laughs> stop making fun of my life no but we would i'm sorry pop popcorn oh and yeah, yeah, then yeah. make popcorn garland strands and hang them out and like i used to get so mad because i thought where are these motherfucking birds and then the birds would never come and then it'd get snowed on so it'd be like soggy popcorn mm-hmm. strands that nobody ever talks about and like you're daydreaming about a perfect christmas um, no, you but, hang them outside for the birds. Yeah. Oh, it's really then, sweet. What's really cute is you can go over the top and you can melt peanut butter and put peanut butter with seeds on the top. So you like drag them. I'm going to eat that popcorn, by the way. Yeah, no, it's fucking bomb. As long as you're you just out there snacking off a fishing mind, line. <laughs> uh, seeds. But yeah, I think that the, the materialness has really taken the fuck over and it's disgusting to me. But. Well, and that's why like this year for, again, part of my like mine and Dave not getting each other things was just like the year has been shit. And so we just didn't feel very Christmassy, but also my parents were supposed to visit and they put, they postponed their visit. So we just told them for Christmas for you and for us, um, when you do come out, we're going to take a trip out to the coast. And so it's an experience. Yes, exactly. It's like my mom said, Oh, we'll take you out to dinner one night or something. So those things mean so much more. Totally. Than them sending me like stuff that they found at the department store. Yes. And that's just going to go in a, on like a shelf. Um, I do want to go back to what we were talking about with the Santa situation. Um, one of my favorite <laughs> things about not this year, but it was like a few years back. One of my nieces. Um, do you like how I say one of my nieces? Mm-hmm. I don't want to. Uh, I got it. Pinpoint anybody out. Um uh, she was just very adamant that Elf on the Shelf would not 
be a thing in the house. She was like, not going to happen. The idea that this motherfucking elf comes to life. It's a stranger. He's coming into our house and he's creating chaos. And her mom was like, well, this could be really magical. Like, this is really fun. And this elf you know, reports back to Santa and says like, uh, you know, Hey, is, are you doing good? Or are you not doing good? And she was like, I'm not going to have any snitch. Like, what are you talking about? Like, why are we sending an elf who's going to destroy our house for 14 days Yeah, and then report back to Santa every day? Uh-uh, not going to happen. Well, this year they had elf on the shelf, but with, she had very bullet point stipulations. Like he could not cause any oh like, good problems. for her it's like having a drunk wook in your house you yes having a drunk wook <laughs> exactly he's gonna steal your shit he eats your food he, he spills everything all over your fucking yes. kitchen he has like a, a party with barbies with your ketamine's missing <laughs> so the next question that they asked was what do you think are some of the most stressful or mental health damaging ideas or traditions associated with the holidays <laughs> back to santa all of them um no i she talks a lot about and i i would say that even without thinking about this it's just the the expectations just like the pressure the pressure that people feel to someone's getting me a present i remember going to like i adore dave's family but i remember going to the first christmas there and i had met them but you know it was pretty new for us and Dave was like, you don't have to get them presents. You don't have to get presents. We've only been dating for a couple of months. And I just said to him as an only child, for sure. I was like, I'm not going to sit in a room full of 10 to 15 people who have purchased me presents and open them in delight and have them get nothing from me. Yeah. And, and that's an unhealthy mentality. Yeah. I mean, I've, we've, we've moved away from that a little bit, both with our families. And I think as friends at this point in my life, I can receive a gift from someone and not feel like I have to give them something in return. Oh yeah, absolutely. But just, yeah. I mean, I think all the pressure to like people just overextend themselves. And that's what the holidays Physically, is. financially. Also. The mom like, that's staying up all night or the dad that's using a credit card, maxing out a credit card to do things or whatever. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I think that the media kind of um push it not even media i mean that's just what all of everybody that owns any business at this time of year is like they're like oh the holidays are our best times because buy 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 right blindly buy and that's what's scary about amazon if you don't buy you don't care yeah and it's not like that and like god like some of my favorite things this time of year is like with my client gifts i get the weirdest gifts from clients and that this year I really did want to make fudge and give everyone fudge for the month of December. But I just. You made cookies. I did, but I didn't give them away like a dick. I just like forgot about you them. You made cookies and ate them? Yeah. And they sat on my counter. I forgot about them and they went directly into my mouth. Oops. Weird. <laughs> no, but like, it's like, they're not, it's very, it's like, oh, I was thinking of you. Like I got this awesome candle from one of my clients um, that it said it was like, a crafty bitch and then it was like you're a hot mess and i was like yes yes, yes. like thank you this yeah. is personal somebody thought of me saw it and then got it oh it was very cute and sweet and we've whatever. talked about this before on the podcast but it's not forced it's those are the I'm things saying. that you want those are the things that i want to do for people all year all year yes exactly 
That's exactly it. Right. Though. Anytime like, I, I just saw this and I thought of you. Anytime and... I see a vanilla Tootsie Roll, I buy it and ship it to my best friend. See, that's it's <laughs> because we ate vanilla Tootsie Rolls when we were twelve. And that's cute. Yeah. I mean, like those yeah, kind of things. That's like with my dad and Reese. If I see Rose, I want to chug it with you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> um, which is everywhere, which is the gift that keeps on giving. If I see Rose slash my refrigerator. <laughs> Just anywhere in Fred Meyer also. This time of year, especially. But yeah, like with the Reese's peanut butter uh, shapes, not cups. But oh, like if they're dude, same. every holiday, I always, there's like a list of people. I'm like, oh, the tree, get the pumpkin, the, tree, the pumpkin, the turkey, the, turkey, the Easter egg. There's an egg. They have so much peanut butter inside of them. They're superior. But yeah, like that means more than being like, here, I got you this. Do you think that you and I could grab a box of wine in Fred Meyer, go into a corner and finish it before anyone kicked us out? A hundred percent. All right. Well, next episode. Challenge accepted. Next question. How does the conflict between holiday ideals and holiday reality impact our mental health? Fuck. I know we we sort of covered that, but I do want to note this in her article just because I want to like, I feel like we're using this as our syllabus. Yeah, we're going through. She said that the National Alliance on Mental Health uh, just put out a study that said that 64% of people that have mental illness say that the holidays make their symptoms worse. Oh, yeah. And like when you... I could see that. When you align align that with it's supposed to be the happiest, merriest, brightest connected giving spirit love snow time of our lives but 64 percent of people i mean with mental illness that's all of us but say that it makes it worse i mean but it makes sense because we're giving this is the one time also that we're like putting all this pressure on of being so cheery giving and also about like I can't, I don't have kids, but I can't imagine that pressure with all this shit with the Nintendo switches. And it's not like the nineties anymore where it's like, is it a cabbage patch doll or is it a, you know, a fucking tickle me Elmo. That's still like ridiculously expensive and over the top, but there were other things that would substitute for that, of that, like need to have this gift. Now it's like fucking iPads. It's cars that drive themselves. It's fucking phones that are like, a thousand dollars at the end of the day. I know I sound like an old person saying that, but it's just, it's insane. The material items are just constantly going up. Like it's not where you can't just it's like even fucking Barbies. I was looking at Barbies for my nieces this year. And I was just like, you're telling me that you're wanting it's like on sale. Okay. Whatever. But it's like, there's no, imagination left with it everything that's like a part of this huge package is all part of the packaging but what you're really getting is like a doll and another chunk of plastic i'm like you can suck my dick earlier this year when i got a bunch of 80s and 90s barbies and you wanted all of them yeah yeah i lost my shit and you know why (laughs) is because it wasn't the packaging that made it magical it was actual plastic it was the memory lots of my beautiful nieces and both friends and family's nieces around the country and nephews got those. I know. I'm still mad at you because you didn't give me one. I just wanted the one with the long hair. That's and the fine. Baywatch Barbie. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the tools and practices you recommend for taking care of mental health during the holidays? Wine. Um, so it's funny that you say that because I was, um, I read this whole article, but she was saying setting boundaries again, but just pacing yourself and reminding yourself that not everything has to be tackled. Not everything has to be accomplished. Yeah. Right. And so like we start to get really down on ourselves where we're like, 
I didn't do this and I didn't do this, 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 and this. And I don't yes. even have time to sit down and spend time with this person or whatever it is. Like me so, on my fudge this year. I really, if I was beating myself up that it was like the 16th when I was like, oh shit, I should go get all the stuff to make fudge. Then realizing that I only had a few clients before I left for Christmas. And what's the purpose of me making a bunch of fudge so, or fudge so that I'm in a sugar high, also probably intoxicated because I was going to put booze in it. Um, oh, yeah. Wait, why fun. didn't you? We should still make that fudge and just eat it in the street. Okay. Merry Christmas, everyone. Have we told all of our listeners that we live across the street from each other now? I don't think so. I don't think we officially have. We haven't had that. Hey, guess what, guys? We're neighbors. I bought a house this year and um, I can see Kat's kitchen from my kitchen. We wave at each other. We just stand topless and just stare at each other uh -huh. across the street and hope the neighbors do see. <laughs> <laughs> Be scared, neighbors. So, uh, Be Kat, scared. Kat and I, every episode that you've heard this year has been recorded living out our childhood dreams of basically having neighboring tree houses. Totally. But as adults. Yes. Um, here's the thing about what you can do to sort of mitigate some of the mental health concerns. Um, not putting so much pressure on yourself, but she also talks about watching your sleep and your diet and your alcohol intake. Oh man. <laughs> and those are responsible things for yeah. a licensed mental health professional to say. And she well, believes and actually, them. It is a very real thing. 100%. So it's, it's and she's not saying real. like, I, I joke about that. I joke about the She wine. doesn't say like, watch your diet, like don't eat the cookies or don't eat the sugar. She's just saying, be aware of those things. Be aware that alcohol disrupts your sleep patterns. Be aware yeah. that sugar and caffeine can disrupt your sleep patterns and your appetite. And be mindful of those things. Know that you're not like, maybe you're not completely going batshit crazy. You're actually just eating cookies but you and might pairing be it with it wine. From eating 1900 day Christmas trees. While you're <laughs> cutting cheese for the charcuterie. Um, next one. What advice would you give to someone dealing with family estrangement during the holidays? Um... She basically, I mean, is saying that, you know, focus on, focus on acknowledging like the, your family of choice, I guess. Yeah. When we talk about family estrangement, we talk a lot about our family of origin. So oh, those yeah. that were related to by blood yeah, that we didn't choose necessarily. So, you know, she talks about like really creating like the healthy boundaries around it. And understanding that, like, just because it's a holiday time doesn't mean I need to reconnect with this person who's treated me like shit or that person yeah. who's been an asshole on Facebook about politics or this person who's, like, drunk at every event and doesn't cooperate with, you know, sort of norms. And really just... talking about me. I, I, all three of those things. All three. <laughs> <laughs> just pointing at you the entire time. I this is actually an intervention. But really talking about... Um, are really thinking about like the your family, who you've chosen. Yeah. Your neighbors, your friends, your coworkers, your family members who you're still in touch with and like really focusing your energy on that can save you a lot of heartache. Well, and also it's got to be a lot more of a positive experience when you are focusing on surrounding yourself with people that like lift you up and make you feel good and yeah. that have a positive, um, positive, I don't know, like you get a positive reaction from. Sure. 
not like, oh, like my, my, the big thing for me where I'll just like emotionally cut someone out or just be like, get the fuck out of here. It's like, oh, we never hear from you anymore. Yes. Oh, uh, bitch, I'm fucking busy and I don't Let's hear from you either. Let's do a whole episode yeah. on that. But that's the shit I can't stand. And I feel like if the holidays is when, how are you? How are things? I haven't heard from you at all. Well, I haven't heard from you either. And I'm really fucking busy. A holiday shouldn't make you feel obligated to interact with people who treat you like shit. Yes. Like, period. Word. Breach. um, Also in this article, I just. I I only spend holidays with like (laughs) just very tight family and friends. And that's it. Like, I just refuse to go outside otherwise. I'm literally she's recording saying, in my pajamas, everyone. She called, she called it the families of the heart. Oh, I love it's that. It's very sweet. Yes. When I was in school, I learned like family of origin and family of choice. I love families of the heart, not family by blood. Families of the heart. Very Magic. beautiful. Um, this is a big question, so I'll read all of it. But what advice do you have for LGBTQ plus folks who may or may not experience acceptance from their families during the holidays? What advice would you give to the families struggling to accept them? Um, and then sort of how can we face those, how can we sort of face those ingrained prejudice? Uh, I think, again, I want to go back to your family of the heart. I want to go back to like, if you're estranged from family for any reason, particularly because they've ostracized you based on who you choose to love or not choose who you love and who your what your sexuality is or what your gender identity is. Um, I think just remembering that there are people who do love you. There are people who yes. like, I often say this and it's really vulgar, um, but a lot of, uh, family by blood are only your quote unquote family because a dick went in a vagina Yes, a few times. There was insertion. There were dicks that went in vaginas. And if you really boil it down to that being family versus who you actively like recruit and engage and vet and support and welcome into your life, the, it sounds sort of silly. No, I think that it's what, um, our society norms have fought against that like being like oh it's your family you have to accept them because that's your sibling or that's your you know that's your auntie that's your creepy uncle peter that you're gonna have to sit on his peter every once in a while no i'm just kidding but like you know what i mean no yeah you like like some like some creep that in your family that wants to give you a hug all the time yeah that's like overly touchy or like smells you when you walk by like you shouldn't have to uh, that's not your family like that's not your your family now we've made it almost a society norm that your family are the people that encourage you you surround yourself with you choose them which i love like i love that like yeah the the people that come from your heart yeah your heart family yeah and just because there's blood relation or you know i mean we are all the way i look at it as we are all so so diverse with personalities and we're all our own people. And when you forcibly put all of these people into one space who everyone is probably not going to get, but chances are, (laughs) you know, yeah, mostly, I mean, sometimes it goes, but also uh, there are going to be situations where not everybody gets along. And if somebody, at least the way I feel, if someone's non accepting of one of my absolute loved ones who I call my family, uh, regardless of if I'm I'm blood related to them, 
I'll fucking burn their house down. So that's my mm. response to the, <laughs> how do you handle that? Kerosene. I'm <laughs> done. <laughs> Kerosene and the Christmas candle. The uh, questions sort of switch back now to gift giving. One of the questions is don't do it. <laughs> just moving on. We're just scrolling. What can we do to take the pressure off each other when it comes to gift giving, gift giving and holiday perfectionism? I think we already talked about that a little bit. Like, don't do it. Just don't do it. <laughs> or one of the things she recommends, which I really like, is just saying, like, we're not doing gifts at all. Let's just, as a group, donate to something that matters. I love that. And we've that done that. Is great. We've done that before with our um, nieces and nephews. We've just donated to organizations or like in their name quote unquote like adopted a hawk or something that is Perfect. in their name and i really love those kind of gifts just because they're more meaningful and then i think that the your you know, like younger kids or whatever grow up with this idea of like i don't have to get the big new shiny thing every year we can actually just give back to organizations it's the gift of giving but not to organizations oh, where somebody's like, you know, a VP making $90 million because of everybody's. Here's a pretty good question. What's a good way to respond to receiving a gift that you don't want? Or something to say to a family member, for instance, who keeps giving you a themed gift, like a Hello Kitty themed gift. And the truth is, you don't really like Hello Kitty. I actually have a personal. Oh, tell me. Hits with this. Um. My middle name is Lucille. I had never really watched I Love Lucy before many, many years ago. And yep. a friend. I thought it was Lorraine. Oh, that's what you named me. I'm just kidding. Um, but um, a friend and also within my tattoo shop thought it was funny to just start buying me a bunch of I Love Lucy stuff and Lucille Ball stuff. And then it just started a big snowball of all. I have every I Love Lucy dvd that's ever existed including like all of the unseen stuff it actually has made me kind of obsessed with her because i didn't know how cool she was yeah and now i'm like oh yeah lucille ball my girl what but before that i had no people were like it was started with just literally one poster then it was like a little postcard that was at my station then it was a coffee mug then it was it just evolved and it snowballed and it was this huge I love Lucy thing so what I would say is embrace the suck and guess what you're not a big fan of Hello Kitty right now but let it roll and then now you can open a Hello Kitty museum oh or, or you're like it. re just re-gifting everything re-gifting everything back to that person selling it it made me think of you on eBay it made me think of you I've had I've had some things that people thought I was obsessed with and well, actually, like what you said That's is why I don't give you gifts is because I know that I'll see them on Facebook Marketplace. And I'm like, God damn it, I gave you that. Like at the yard sale. Yard <laughs> I know. sale. I'm sorry, I kept those things. I saw all of her, I, all the presents I gave Kristen. That's not true. Only like three of them. An exaggeration, but um, there were a lot. Two things. Number one, her one of her pieces of advice is just looking outside of what the gift is and looking at like the thought of giving a gift. Like, this is so kind. Your kindness is appreciated. Yes. I'm glad you thought of me, you know, that kind of thing. And then if it's someone who has like a pattern of gifting you those things over and over and over, it means that they're close enough in your life, hopefully, that you can have a conversation with them. One of my favorite gifts 
of all time that my uh, one of my sisters gave to my ex-husband in a stocking was a box of generic douche from Rite Aid. Oh. And it was supposed to, mm-hmm. we were giving gifts of what? A person meant to you uh-huh. or something? <laughs> and it was like the best recipe. Wait, who gave that to him? One of my sisters. Oh my fucking God. Yeah. And she was like, and he was like, oh, oh, that, yeah. And I was like, that is the best gift I've ever seen. Cause at that time I also hated him. So it was perfect. It's Just like, yeah, this is beautiful. It was representational to this person and their personality. It was very accurate. The other thing that just based off of what, this is a complete aside, but I'm going to read something to you on this podcast that I just learned today on Twitter. Let's do it. Because you're talking about Lucille Ball. And we're dropping knowledge. A bit over two centuries ago, June 16th, 1816, Mary Shelley wrote, uh, invented science fiction when she wrote Frankenstein. Oh. I know that you know that. Yes, Mary, I love her. About 150 years later, Lucille Ball championed a script nobody wanted, paid for the pilot, and fought for the money, wait, fought the money people back enough for Star Trek to get made. Fuck yes. She also had a hand in Westinghouse Desilu Playhouse, which gave Rod Serling the big break he needed to get the Twilight Zone produced. So the mother of science fiction and the godmother of science fiction. Oh, I have goosebumps on my scalp. We salute you. We're saluting her. Um, the next question, I it doesn't really pertain to us, so we're not going to talk about it. Um... Well, this is about how to deal with a competitive how to deal with a competitive co-parent who wants to outdo you on the holidays. Burn their house down. <laughs> oh, is that not okay? Guess who just outdid you? I have a home still. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Fuck you. I think, ca- I think it comes back to like I think it comes back to think to gifting meaningful experiences and making presents and spending time together and making cookies together and that kind of stuff. Like, and also telling your kid, honestly, how much your ex sucks. (laughs) No, I love it. Oh yeah. This is what she said. This is not the ex. She has one piece of advice. Tell them that your ex sucks. (laughs) She said you can go on a family drive, going for hikes, playing card games, signing up for a giving tree, asking for help from other people to support your family, minimizing your gifts, um, do layaway on something if you can plan ahead or do like the afterpay payments so you can like still gift them that thing. I love how you plug afterpay even regardless that we're not like... Afterpay. Afterpay. It's for the lower middle class. Um, Going to the dollar store and getting a bunch of fun little gifts and then doing a scavenger hunt. And burn his house down. That's where it ends. We get to do it in your house because his house is burned down. Yes. Um, what are some recommendations you have for folks who want to make the most of the holidays while also coping? Oh, I don't like this question. With COVID and all the things, I kind of read just, some of it. Well, I was just going to say Hallmark Channel. Hashtag Hallmark Channel. They've really been the real winners this holiday season because they produced <laughs> from last year to this year like 62 brand new films what? or something. Yeah. Who so was acting maybe, in those? Uh, probably the same Were they guy. COVID tested? No. They Gross. don't wear masks. Well, if it, they don't in have to the wear masks. Film, they're all... They all what look advice, like Barbie dolls, though. 
Of course. What advice would you give to people who may be dealing with a death in the family and mourning a loss during the holidays? Burn the house down. I think that one's too heavy for both of us. I It's way too heavy. <laughs> I, and also just, it's like too close to home. And I'm just going to say, burn your house down. We both experienced losses in the family this year. It sucks. Of the four-legged variety. Four-legged variety and also the two-legged variety. Yeah, I know. You did experience a lot of loss this year. And... So my request and my hope for everyone is just burn your house down. <laughs> Don't do it. Just to make it clear, I'm not advocating for everyone to burn their houses down or their loved one houses down or anybody's houses down unless it's a family member that does not accept one of your other family members for not just for just like being who they are. Like burn it down. One of your other family members because of just the way they are. <laughs> Wait, say it again. I am not advocating. You're you saw it. it. God damn it. I. <laughs>